Welcome to episode 144 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we're live on youtube.com slash Matt Witt. You come check us out every Monday and Thursday morning around 9 o'clock central. Uh, today we're a little bit late to the live stream, but not gonna lie, I just slept in a little bit. But again, we're here for the episode, episode 144, where we will talk about the Minnesota Vikings upcoming matchup against the LA Rams at home. Must win for the Minnesota Vikings and also a very much needed win for the LA Rams after they just lost to the Detroit Lions. We are the two teams this season to have lost to the Detroit Lions so far going head to head on Sunday's game. We're going to preview all of that. We're also going to be taking a look at possible Kirk Cousins trades as Kirk Cousins trade rumors have risen up out of nowhere. So we're going to talk about this on today's episode of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all do enjoy. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy the show. And we are back with another much-needed win for the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings will host the LA Rams this Sunday, 12 o'clock Central Time, on Fox. Minnesota Vikings will host the LA Rams, the very, very vicious LA Rams. However, the Rams are just coming off of a loss to the Detroit Lions. So, this is why I like football. No, it's not the Rams. It's the Cardinals coming off of a loss. I just for, I just said the wrong thing. I slipped my mind. The Lions did actually put up a fight against the LA Rams um, earlier in this season. The Cardinals in the same division, both 10 and 4, actually just lost the Detroit Lions. So, it was not the LA Rams. I had that wrong for a second. But with that being said, again, tough game. Tough game. LA Rams hosting them at homes. The Rams are three-point favorites in this matchup. So taking a look at the Minnesota Vikings Wednesday injury report for this week. A lot of injuries here, but really I believe a lot of them are going to play. This is more light than bad right here. So Mason Cole did not participate during Wednesday's practice with an elbow injury. Absolutely nobody cares. We should not see Mason Cole start another game in the NFL. Kirk Cousins was a limited participant during Wednesday's practice with a rib injury. Expect him to be back. However, he is questionable at this moment. Eric, Kendrick, Eric Kendricks was a limited participant with a back injury. I would expect him to play. Great news. Adam Thielen has returned to practice and was a limited participant with an ankle injury. Great news to see Adam Thielen's back at practice and will likely play in this upcoming matchup against the LA Rams as we will need him against the Rams. Justin Jefferson is going to be working on uh, Jalen Ramsey. That's going to be a very tough matchup, but outside of that, Adam Thielen hit, can hit the Rams where it hurts, right in the red zone, and that's why we need him to play in this game, and I would He's expected to play right now, and I would expect him to play upcoming. It is an ankle injury, so it could get banged up in practice, though, and maybe we don't see him play. He is questionable as of right now. Fullback CJ Ham. Snubbed from the Pro Bowl, best fullback in the league, was a limited participant with a hamstring injury. Ham with a hamstring. Alexander Medicine was a limited participant as well. However, it was a non-injury related, um, uh, a non-injury related, uh, missing practice or limited participant. With that being said, though, it's great to see Alexander Medicine is back as he did miss last game due to COVID. He was removed from the COVID reserve list and is back on our team. Uh, Kenny Nwongo did a great job stepping in for Dalvin Cook and was the highlight, one of the only highlights on the Vikings win against the LA or against the Chicago Bears was Kanate and Wongo, and it's good to see that we have him still on our roster as a running back three, and Alexander Medicine has returned. Now, taking a look at some notable Rams injuries, a lot of names on this list, a lot of core starters on their team. However, they are all expected to play. Those four core starters are Jordan Fuller, one of the best strong safeties in the NFL, is still on the COVID reserve list, but will likely be removed um, and will likely be activated for this game. I would expect to see him come back. Same goes for Tyler Higby, the starting tight end, still on the COVID reserve list, is questionable to play 
if he does come back, if he is activated, he is one threat on their offense, one of their many threats on their offense that can really expose our defense. Greg Gaines, one of their starting defensive linemen, starts at defensive end or starts at a defensive tackle, really wherever uh, they want him to play. Greg Gaines' ankle injury was a limited participant. Same goes for Ashan Robinson, another one of their starting defensive linemen, was a limited participant with a bicep injury. Now, you don't see very many bicep injuries. That's pretty interesting. But with all that being said, even if all four of those starters don't play, I would expect that the Rams destroy us in this game. And I hate to be the realistic Vikings fan here. I can't be optimistic in every episode for this Vikings. I I'm more I believe I'm more of an optimistic guy, and I like to I like to hype my team up. I believe my team can win this game. If I'm gonna be honest, though, the what I've seen from this Vikings defense so far this season, I have very low expectations. And after the Vikings released Brashad Breeland, while he was the most disappointing Viking on our team. I don't have much faith in Cameron Dantzler. Now, Cameron Dantzler has outperformed Bashad Breeland by far and earned a starting role over him. Thing is, with that being said, Cameron Dantzler suffers when it comes to tackling and suffers a lot when it comes to disrupting his receiver's routes. Now, he can break up passes. He can uh, cover his receivers well, especially in the red zone. He cannot disrupt their routes. And that's why him going up against Odell is going to be, that's a red flag. That's a red flag on our Vikings defense. Him going against Odell or Mackenzie Alexander going up against Van Jefferson like I have very little faith in our Vikings defense and not to say that the Vikings can't win this game but what I'm saying here is that if the Vikings want to win this game they're gonna need things to be on their side we're gonna need to see the same defense we saw against the Chicago Bears we need to see the defense that can get us turnovers and blitzed and get to the passer Vikings had multiple multiple turnovers on Monday Night Football games against the Chicago Bears which by the way fun fact that Chicago Bears and Minnesota Vikings game was the most viewed Monday Night Football game in the last decade. That's shocking because that was not a very good game. And I was surprised that it was the most viewed game. But with that being said, the Vikings won that game off of special teams and defense. If the Vikings want to beat the Rams, they have to bring that same special teams and defense from last week and bring the offense we had against the Green Bay Packers. If the Vikings play to their full potential, Vikings can make a playoff run. Vikings can make it one one two wins in the playoffs we might see that even happen with this vikings team because any given week is a flip of a coin at this point in the season where every game has come down to the wire other than the seattle seahawks game every game has been decided by eight points or less which is one score with that being said if the vikings do want to win this game like i said we need to see the same defense we need to see a defense that could turn the ball over and we need to see a special team that can give the offense great field position but that's not the only way the Vikings can win. You put that aside, the Vikings can win off of simply outscoring the Rams. Like I said, I have little faith in my Vikings defense. I believe my Vikings defense is going to allow at least 30 points in this game to their opposing offense. Matthew Stafford has played our defense many times and has been playing with full confidence so far this season. He's going to pass all over us and... In all honesty, they don't have the best run game. Sony Michelle and uh, Daryl Henderson will likely run all over us as well. So with that being said, that Rams offense... With a solid O-line as well, but it's great to see Matthew Stafford finally playing with a good O-line. But with that being said, that aside, that Rams offense is going to own us, and it is just going to happen because the Vikings can scheme up all they want. They can scheme up all they want. They can blitz Matthew Stafford all game, which that's a core key on if the Vikings win this game, they will have to blitz Matthew Stafford with Anthony Barr, with Xavier Woods, with Harrison Smith, safety blitz, linebacker blitz, cornerback blitz. I don't care. Vikings will have to get to the passer with the blitz game because their defensive front is not going to do so. Vikings only way to rush the passer is off of blitzing. They're seventh in total yards, they're fifth in points per game and eighth in third down conversion. So like I said, 
their passing offense is outstanding. Matthew Stafford was snubbed from the Pro Bowl. Cooper Cup is leading the league in receiving yards right now. Outside of that, they just added Odell and Van Jefferson is stepping in for Robert Woods. So Robert Woods going down has not affected their team at all as everybody else in their wide receiver room is looking great. And Matthew Stafford is playing behind a very solid offensive line, an offensive line that the Vikings will not be able to rush Matthew Stafford in the game like they did against the Chicago Bears last week. So with that being said, though, the Rams, the only stat that the Vikings have the Rams beat on is in the running game. Vikings have a much better running game than the than the Rams, and that doesn't even matter. I mean, who cares? Because if the Vikings want to win this game, they can't win it through the run. It's just not going to happen. And the again, the Rams are a solid team against the run as well. It's not like they're the Pittsburgh Steelers like we played. It's not like they're Detroit Lions or Seattle Seahawks like we played where the Vikings ran all over them. The only stat that the Vikings are better than is in the run game. And that's not going to help up, help us at all in this game as we're going to have to outscore Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, and that offense. If the Vikings want to outscore the Rams, they're going to have to put at least 30 points on the board. 30 points on the board, if the Vikings want to do that, they have to be an aggressive offense. That means revolve around the pass. That means somebody got to knock Clint Kubiak on the head and tell him, hey, by the way, you have Justin Jefferson on your roster. By the way, on third down, you shouldn't be targeting Amir Smith-Marset. On third down, you third and four, the Vikings targeted Amir Smith-Marset, by the way, last week. We didn't even mention that, how stupid of a play call that was first reception in the NFL they expect to be on the most crucial point in the game but with that being said Justin Jefferson Adam Thielen KJ Osborne Tyler Conklin even on third down I'm not fine with you targeting Tyler Conklin as long as you're not throwing short of the sticks that's all I care about don't do a two-yard pass to Conklin on third and long but with that being said the Minnesota Vikings we have so many playmakers on offense in the pass game and we have to revolve around the pass game if the Vikings want to outscore the Rams because that is simply the best way for the Vikings to win is outscoring the Rams. We have to be an aggressive offense and the Rams defense. See, the Rams defense gets a lot of gets too much credit here because Aaron Donald, best defensive lineman in the NFL and the best defensive lineman I've seen in my entire lifetime by far. I don't think there's even any question about that best defensive lineman I've seen in my lifetime, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. One of the top corners in the NFL on top of that. You take a look, they obviously have Jordan Fuller, Von Miller. So they have a lot of star players on their defense, a lot of pro bowlers on their defense and first team all pros. But what they also have in their defense is a lot of holes. And that is where you hit them. That is where you hit them where it hurts. Because outside of Jalen Ramsey, Jordan Fuller, you can attack those outside corners. You can attack those outside corners because you have a great receiving core. And that is what the Vikings have to do. Jefferson, minimum 10 targets in this game. Bare minimum 10 targets in this game. Bare minimum 20 yards per target as well. That's what I want to see. Deep shots to Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen, give him all the pl- get him all the plays as well because Adam Thielen coming back in this game would be huge, especially in the red zone because the Vikings were unable to finally get to find the end zone the last few weeks they had to settle for field goals far too many times especially two weeks ago against the pittsburgh steelers vikings had to settle for too many field goals we need adam Thielen to come here get the job done as he does if the minnesota vikings can do that just revolve around the pass be a, a very aggressive offense and i'm not saying don't use dalvin cook because dalvin cook's the top three running back in the nfl i'm saying you just have to be a pass heavy pass first team why because that's what works with the minnesota vikings what has worked with the minnesota vikings so far this season has been revolving around the pass game there's been a few games where the vikings have ran the ball all game and it's worked we saw that against the steelers the vikings won that game based off of the run game alone and the vikings did that against the 
Seattle Seahawks as well, and the Vikings won. And against the Lions the first time, Vikings barely won against the Lions. The terrible play calling in that game. I'm talking about the first time we played the Lions, not the second time where we lost on the final play of the game. But with that being said, that aside, the Vikings look best when they revolve around the pass. And that is what you have to do, especially against this Rams defense, who's pretty solid against the run. I believe they're seventh in the NFL against the run. You have to hit them where it hurts on defense, and that is their outside corners outside of Jalen Ramsey. This is going to be a good game. This is going to be a good game. It's going to be fun to watch Justin Jefferson versus Jalen Ramsey. It's going to be fun to watch. No, it's not going to be fun to watch Aaron Donald versus Dalvin Cook. That's going to be brutal. Our offensive line, who's going to start at right guard? I don't want to see it be Ole Udo or Mason Cole. We need Wyatt Davis back. Wyatt Davis is not injured. I don't know why he's not even activated. He's not even injured. He just hasn't been given any play time so far this season. We drafted him in the third round to be our starting right guard and hasn't played at all this season so far. Rookie right guard Wyatt Davis out of the Ohio State needs to play in this game. Whether he's a starter or steps in mid-game, second, third series, I don't care. We want to see Wyatt Davis step into this game because he is the best right guard we have on our roster. I don't want to see Mason Kohler, Ole Udo out there being penalty machines and getting owned. And I mean owned by Aaron Donald the best three tech in the league the best defensive lineman in the league is going up against our defense or our offensive line who has no name garbage right guards and it has been the story for the Vikings the last decade the right guards are just continuously awful with this Minnesota Vikings team and that's that's brutal because you don't want to start Wyatt Davis Wyatt Davis might be the best right guard but it's just a premature move to start Wyatt Davis at right guard when his first start in the NFL is going up against the best defensive lineman in the NFL. You don't want to start Wyatt Davis. But what I'm saying here is Mason Cole and Ole Udo are just so bad. You got to do Ole Udo. He's going to allow a lot of penalties. I'd rather him allow a lot of penalties and get away with a few than Mason Cole getting owned by Aaron Donald thrown around the field. It's it's It sucks to see. Maybe we see Rashad Hill start at right guard. He was a guard in college, so maybe we see... A, no, he was a right guard earlier in the seat in the in his career. He wasn't a right guard in college. But maybe we see him start at guard because that's that's the toughest part right there is Aaron Donald's gonna be all over Kirk Cousins all game long. And we know that to be true because our right guards have allowed no name three techs to be all over our face. So Justin Jefferson on Jalen Ramsey, huge matchup right there. On the other side of the ball, uh, Patrick Peterson against Cooper Cup. That's another big matchup. Patrick Peterson is not meet his expectations so far this season, but with that being said, he's an old corner. We'll cut him some slack. He's by far the best corner on our roster, and that's why the Vikings should give him another contract. That's going to be another one to look at. And then you also have Cameron Dantzler on Odell Beckham Jr. That is tough. That's just so bad. I mean, I'm sorry, Dantzler. Like, I've, I'm a Dantzler fan. I like him. I like him over Bashad Breeland. Do I like him as a starting corner? No. Vikings have to look to a new corner, whether that's in free agency or the first round of the NFL draft, Vikings need a new starting corner going into 2022 who can start alongside Patrick Peterson. But with all that being said, if the Vikings want to win this game, they'll have to win off of defense doing what they did last week, turning the ball over and blitzing. Just blitz, blitz, blitz. That's all you have to do because this defensive line needs your help and you can turn the ball over. If the Vikings can do that, give their offense good field position. I can see the Vikings coming up with a win. Special teams, we can also see some uh, special teams play. Maybe we see another um, fake fake uh, field goal, fake um, third down, fake punt. I would like to see some of that happen because Vikings aren't better than the Rams. Vikings are the worst team going into this matchup. And if the Vikings are the worst team, which they are, they want to run 
fake plays. They want to run trick plays to work on this uh, Rams defense, which, by the way, the Rams love to run trick plays. They run it the most in the NFL. So we can give them a little bit taste of their own medicine is what the Vikings should do in this matchup. If they want to win, they're going to have to be the underdog and be making making some fake plays like the Lions did against the Rams and really put up a put up a put up a game against the Rams they I believe the Lions were winning in the first half but you take a look at this for the bold prediction of the week for the Minnesota Vikings as Adam Thielen will be returning I believe Adam Thielen in his return will get two or more touchdowns in this game against that Rams defense this is a lock this is a lock Adam Thielen's one of the now he's the best receiver over the age of 30 and one of the best receivers in the red zone. And for that reason, him going up against that Rams defense who will be mostly designed to stop Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen's going to come in there and just say, oh yeah, you guys forgot about me. Get two or more touchdowns in this game. That is my prediction. For the final prediction in this game, the Minnesota Vikings will lose. I don't want to get my hopes up. Vikings will lose by one score once again. Vikings will lose this game 31 to 38. So very high scoring game that will likely be the highest scoring game of the week if this does happen. 69 total points in this game. Minnesota Vikings lose 31 to 38. Let me know what y'all think. Breaking news. As of four minutes ago, time of recording, the Vikings have placed running back Dalvin Cook on the reserve slash COVID-19 list per Ian Rappaport and Courtney Cronin and basically everybody. So this is sucks because Vikings are not only going into maybe their worst. No, no, maybe their most important, crucial game of the season where the Vikings have to win in order to make a playoff run, in order to make a playoff spot over the Philadelphia Eagles, who are coming in hot in the NFC right now. Not only is this a must-win game for the Minnesota Vikings, but we just missed our top three running back. I mean, our, our number one running back and the top three running back in the NFL. Now we're missing Dalvin Cook, and this sucks because Dalvin Cook's going to miss this game. Now, Dalvin Cook is unvaccinated as of a couple months ago. I don't know if he got vaccinated since then. Hopefully he did because this... No, still, I mean, it's only a few days until the game. He's going to miss this upcoming game against the Rams. Is this the worst thing? I mean, Dalvin Cook is a core player on our Vikings offense. But again, we plan for this. The Vikings plan for this happening. They plan for Dalvin Cook to miss the entire season. They plan for Dalvin Cook to continue to go down with injuries. Now, this is not an injury, obviously. This is just an unfortunate event that happened to happen. And right before maybe our most crucial game of the season, uh, Vikings have to win this game if they want to make the playoffs because I actually believe the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win out the way they've been playing. But you take a look at it, the Minnesota Vikings will miss Dalvin Cook in this upcoming matchup, which is a huge loss, the biggest loss in this Vikings offense. But it's not the end of the world. Vikings fans, Dalvin Cook might be the best player on our offense. And might be the Vikings MVP. But you look at it. It's not the end of the world. You guys, we have a great running back room. And it doesn't even matter. Because the Vikings should be a pass-heavy team. If the Vikings want to beat the LA Rams. The Vikings have to revolve around the pass. And that means Justin Jefferson has to get at least 10 targets in this game. That means KJ Osborne and, and Adam Thielen got to step up as well. But most importantly, our run game. Alexander Madison, Kanae Wangu. Like, we plan for this to happen. Rick Spielman did this on purpose. I mean, he drafted Kanae Wongo. He drafted Alexander Madison. Uh, AJ Rose, for some reason, isn't with us anymore. But we have Wayne Gallman. Like, Vikings are fine in the run game. Even with Dalvin Cook gone, we're one of the best run games in football, which is why, Vikings, this is not the end of the world. We can still beat the LA Rams. But once again, losing Dalvin Cook is a huge loss. And likely the betting lines will... The spread will be a little bit higher for the Rams. Now, right now, the three-point favorites as of the time of recording might move up to five or six-point favorites after Louis just lost maybe one of our best, no, the best player on our Vikings offense. Justin Jefferson or Dalvin Cook are right up there. But you take a look at it, though. Dalvin Cook, again, rest up. I mean, it's good to know that 
it's not a season ending injury at that. I mean, losing Dalvin Cook's huge. And as long as he's back for the Packers game, that's important. That's what our Vikings team is needs to look at because Vikings have to win out. They do. I honestly believe the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win their next three games and the Vikings have to win out if they want to make the playoffs. They're going to need the Eagles to fall apart if the Vikings want to make the playoffs. So for, with that being said, Minnesota Vikings lose Dalvin Cook for the upcoming matchup. Huge loss in this Vikings team, but it's not the end of the world. Thank you. As we're entering the end of the NFL regular season, a lot of more trade rumors are popping up. And there's one trade rumor that's been very odd to see. And that is the Kirk Cousins trade rumors. Now, the thing with this is a little bit different because Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are also considered uh, on the trade block because they've requested trades or they've talked about it in um, the previous year. One player who hasn't is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins guaranteed $45 million in the 2022 season. And the reason why we're talking about trade rumors with Kirk Cousins is because if the Vikings don't make the playoffs this year, why do we want Kirk Cousins? If you guys remember, after the 2017 season, the Minnesota Vikings finished the season 13-3 and and got humiliated in the NFC Championship against the Philadelphia Eagles. After that, the Minnesota Vikings decided Case Keenum was the problem on our team, which, by the way, at the time, I thought was the right decision. Case Keenum was undoubtedly not a caliber, not a Super Bowl caliber quarterback who can get us a Super Bowl win. But there was someone entering free agency. Someone out of Washington, someone out of Michigan State drafted in the third round, took RG3 spot, entered free agency, and that someone was Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was going to come on our team and be that player who can bring us the next step, what Case Keenum was not able to do with our team. Vikings were also moving away from Teddy Bridgewater as he uh, suffered with too many injuries. Now, the Vikings brought in Kirk Cousins as a, the, there was a mix, uh, mixed emotions about this. Uh, there was le- the both sides, both sides. I mean, people thought that they were paying him too much money and uh, Case Keenum was not the problem. And then there was me. I said Kirk Cousins bringing him in was the right decision because Case Keenum was the player that was holding the Vikings back. Now, the Vikings brought in Kirk Cousins for one reason, and that one reason was to win a Super Bowl. It's been four years with this team. Four years where we have seen one playoff win with Kirk Cousins on our team. We're going into our fourth playoffs where the Minnesota Vikings are in the playoff picture right now as a seventh seed and are expected to be an easy out in the playoffs. Did we just forget what our goal is? Our goal is not to see Kirk Cousins put up great stats. Yeah, his completion percentage high. Yeah, he puts up a lot of passing yards. Yeah, his touchdown interception ratio is great. He's an accurate quarterback. I don't care. I want to win. The most important quarterback stat is win-loss ratio. And that is why I love Kirk Cousins, but that is why the Vikings should look to trading away Kirk Cousins because under this regime has not worked. It has not worked. The best years we've seen with the Minnesota Vikings in the last couple decades that I can remember was the 2009 Vikings and the 2017 Vikings, who were completely different than the Minnesota Vikings are today who had an unstoppable defense and an excellent run game both of those seasons. You look at this this year with the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings look good. They look good on offense. Defense has been horrendous, but they look good on offense. And yeah, Vikings look like a Super Bowl offense. Put that aside. What is holding the Vikings back? It is obviously coaching staff and injuries. But what is also holding the Vikings back from a Super Bowl is the fact that we don't have a Super Bowl contending quarterback. You can make the Super Bowl off of defense and a solid quarterback. You can't make the Super Bowl off of a solid quarterback and an awful defense. This is just facts. 
This is just facts. And that's why the Minnesota Vikings should look possibly if they can get the right trade to trading away Kirk Cousins. Because if the Vikings don't make the playoffs this season, Vikings aren't making it in the less in the next season with Kirk Cousins anyways. So why not just trade him away? Vikings fans, we forget what our goal is. We brought in Kirk Cousins to win a Super Bowl. We're um, we're expected to be an easy out in the playoffs or maybe not even make the playoffs as the Philadelphia Eagles are coming in as hot as they are and are likely going to win out and the Vikings have to play the Packers and the Rams. Vikings we're going to if we miss the playoffs, it's not just get rid of Mike Zimmer. It's not just get rid of Clint Kubiak. It's a full on rebuild. When you rebuild a team, you have to start with your head coach. What do you do after that? You you get a quarterback. After you get a head coach and a quarterback, you build around that quarterback. Look at what the Chargers are doing. The Chargers have went from a god-awful team to a Super Bowl contending team in just a few years. Why? Because they did exactly that. That's what the Vikings have to do. It's not just get rid of Mike Zimmer. And I'm a, I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. I am. I like Kirk Cousins. But what I like even more is winning. And that's why if the Vikings want to win a Super Bowl, it's not going to happen in the in the next two years as long as Kirk Cousins is our head is our quarterback. We have to look to a new head coach, and we have to look to a potential new quarterback, whether that's in the draft or in free agency. Vikings should try to trade for Russell Wilson, maybe. That's a possibility. That's a huge upgrade from Kirk Cousins, and he's not worth $45 million. So $45 million of guaranteed money in 2022. Who could look to trade for that contract? Well, we're going to take a look at that. Minnesota Vikings, no, uh, in the NFL right now, there are tw nine teams expected to be in the 2022 quarterback hunt. Nine teams are expected to need quarterbacks going into the 2022 offseason. Those nine teams are the Denver Broncos, Pittsburgh Steelers, as J uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going to go Denver Broncos because Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke are both injury prone. They have to look to a new quarterback, and they are a quarterback away from being a contending team, the Houston Texans. Obviously, they need every position. They'll probably not trade. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, another team to look at. Uh, the Washington football team, that's another team to look at. They really could have a very good team. But once again, Kirk Cousins is not going to go back to Washington. Uh, Miami Dolphins, again, Tua has been playing terrible with them. He's shown some light, but again, has been playing terrible with them. New Orleans Saints, that'd be a great spot for for uh, Kirk Cousins to go. I don't believe the Vikings would make a trade with the Saints, though. Seahawks, another position because Russell Wilson has talked about a trade and the Vikings could maybe make a trade. Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins, a little trade right there. Both came out of the same draft in the same round, the third round of that draft. That's a great quarterback draft. And then also I threw the Cleveland Browns on that wrist. V Browns fans are going to hate me for that, but again, we all saw how bad Baker Mayfield's been playing this season. We can't just dismiss the fact Baker Mayfield's been a terrible quarterback this season. And his main role is just handing the ball off and throwing to his tight ends. Anybody can do that, and Kirk Cousins could do it even better than Baker Mayfield. And that's why that's another team that could be looking for a quarterback. So out of those nine teams right there, I'd expect we're going to highlight one. We're going to highlight one team, and that's the Denver Broncos. Because the thing about the Denver Broncos right now, they are a quarterback away from contending. They are. And you look at that offense, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, that's an excellent, one of the best running back duels in the NFL. Outside of that, Noah Fant's a very solid tight end. Their wide receiving core is ridiculous. With Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, uh, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is a very underrated player. He's excellent route runner and great pass catcher. He also can make plays after the catch. You just haven't seen him do it so much this season because he's been injured. And also... Because Teddy Bridgewater has been injured and also he's been playing terrible uh, after the second half of the season. And then Drew Locke is also on their offense as well. But then outside of that, KJ Hamler. I mean, they're just stacked. And you look at that offense with the Denver Broncos. What do all of those players I just said have in common? 
they're young. They're young. They're all in their first or second contract. What do they need in order to compete a very young offense with that much talent? A veteran quarterback who's been in the league long enough to be able to bring them to the next step. And that is Kirk Cousins. And that's why the Vikings should make a trade with the Denver Broncos. Not only are they a very young offense, uh, a talented offense, and could use Kirk Cousins in order to compete for a Super Bowl, but that aside, we have a good relationship with the Denver Broncos anyways. We practiced with them last year. I mean, uh, Mike Zimmer has been there before. He has good relation with them. And as a matter of fact, uh, my prediction was also that Den that Mike Zimmer would be their defensive coordinator next season as well. Not only would Kirk Cousins go there, but Mike Zimmer would go there as well. And the Denver Broncos are, if they want to compete in the AFC West, if they want to compete in an AFC West with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr, three great quarterbacks, they need a great quarterback of their own. And that's why they could make a trade with the Minnesota Vikings for Kirk Cousins. I would love to see that happen. They have the money. They have the, the potential with them. And they also have a lot of star players on defense. Now, they just traded away Von Miller, but that aside, Justin Simmons, I mean, they have a lot of great players on the defensive side of the ball as well. They, one of those uh, players is also Shamar Stephan. He's also with them. It's just pretty funny. They also have Mike Boone. So a lot of Vikings, past Vikings, are with that team as well. You look at it, what will the Vikings get for it? Trading with the Denver Broncos, that's my number one choice because I would like him to be traded into the AFC and just out of sight with the Minnesota Vikings. We're not going to have to play him in the next three years. That would be nice to see, and the AFC West would be stacked with Kirk Cousins. That would be the toughest division in the NFL if Kirk Cousins was in orange, uh, that beautiful orange in Denver. But you take a look at it. If the Vikings want to make a trade with the Denver Broncos to trade away uh, Kirk Cousins, if the Vikings do want to trade away Kirk Cousins, which I already went over it, they should. If the Vikings do want to trade away Kirk Cousins, Denver Broncos should be their number one spot. They have the cap and they have the draft capital to trade uh, for Kirk Cousins. What would they get? First off, they're going to have to take on a Kirk Cousins $45 million guaranteed money of a contract. So what would the Vikings have to do? They're going to have to take one of their garbage contracts as well. I don't know who there is, but they're probably some overpaid player that is far too old in the team that they would likely give us to try to free up cap space for their team. We'll take it. We'll take whatever garbage uh, contract they have because why? Because we want to win. We want a Super Bowl. But what we also want on top of that is a day two draft pick. I don't believe the Vikings can get a first round draft pick from the Denver Broncos as they're expected to pick somewhere in the 20s or maybe early 10s. I believe they do have a uh, they're seven and seven right now. So they'll be picking around where the Vikings are. If we can get a first round pick for Kirk Cousins, I know quarterbacks are valued very high. That would be awesome. I would definitely take that. Don't think it's going to happen. I believe a second or third round is more likely. But if the Vikings do do that, that would be such a good trade for the Minnesota Vikings. Why? Because we can look to finally rebuild. You guys, I'm sorry, but the Vikings have to rebuild. And yeah, we're coming off of two wins. It's good to see. Vikings can make a playoff run. We're in the playoff picture. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, I want to win a Super Bowl. I don't care about these playoff... Vikings are in the playoff picture. We're not going to make a run. Vikings aren't going to go in the road in the playoffs. We saw how we played so far in the road this season. We saw our three performances on primetime this season. Vikings are either going to be an easy out or one and done in the playoffs. It's just going to happen. It is. The three games we played on primetime so far this season, Pittsburgh Steelers, we played great in the first half. Terrible second half performance. That was at home. Away game on Monday Night Football. Really just crapped the bed and we looked terrible in that game as well and ended up winning and then uh, even worse against the Dallas Cowboys and Sunday Night Football come on Vikings fans let's not get ahead of ourselves if the Vikings beat the Rams Vikings beat the Packers like still they're gonna make a playoffs and I just don't see a scenario where the Vikings can go on the road and make a Super Bowl run it's just unrealistic it's a less than one percent chance that that actually happens 
if the Vikings don't make a Super Bowl run, they have to look to rebuild. Obviously, that starts with Mike Zimmer. We can't just dismiss the fact that Mike Zimmer has been holding Kirk Cousins back. But after that, you want to rebuild around the past. You want to rebuild this offense. Vikings, like I said on this podcast multiple times, Vikings are a top five offense in the NFL. Not only are we a top five offense in the NFL, but we are the youngest offense in the NFL. And we're top five. You guys, that is a perfect rebuilding opportunity. I don't know how Kellen Mond's going to look with the team. And that's why it's rough to see. Because if the Vikings trade with the Denver Broncos, take Drew Locke. Tra take someone. Because we're not looking to compete in 2022. Let's be completely honest. We're not going to compete in 2022 with this Minnesota Vikings team. Not only has our offense been underperforming, but our defense has been bottom five in the NFL. They've been god-awful, and I hate to see it. This Vikings defense does not deserve to be that good. But you look at it. If the Vikings can make a trade with the Denver Broncos after this season, after Mike Zimmer's gone, we have to look to rebuild. And that starts with the head coach. That starts with the quarterback. And then you get your franchise quarterback, and you build around it. Like I said, I'm tired of being a mediocre team. The worst thing in the NFL is being a mediocre team. You get humiliated in the playoffs. You pick in the 20s in the draft. You got to either tank or be a top bottom 10 team in the NFL, or you got to be a Super Bowl contending team. Everything in between sucks. It does. And this is the same story I've seen with the Vikings team the last two decades that I've watched the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings, if they can trade away Kirk Cousins to the Denver Broncos, that would be a good de trade des destination for him to go. He would look really good in that, per in that orange on their offense as well just leading their offense, and they could compete in the AFC West. That is the only chance the Denver Broncos have at competing in the AFC West, by the way. But again, Pittsburgh Steelers, there's other teams that could trade for him as well. Vikings, if they can, we have to look to rebuild. Don't give Kirk Cousins another contract extension. I don't know what else there is to see. I really don't. I'm not a Kirk Cousins hater. I love the guy. What I'm a hater of is losing. What I'm a hater of is being a mediocre team. That's what I'm a hater of. Don't throw this Kirk Cousins has all this passing stats at me. Don't throw Kirk Cousins has a completion percentage. The most important quarterback stat is win-loss ratio. The most important quarterback stat is how many wins you have and how many losses you have. That's the most important quarterback stat. It is. QBR is also another important one that people don't mention very much. And you look at passer rating as well. You take a look at it, though. I love Kirk Cousins, but if the Vikings want to compete, want to... When I say compete, I'm talking about a Super Bowl team within the next five years, within the next decade, the Vikings have to look to rebuild. Starts with Mike Zimmer, starts with Clint Kubiak. After you get a, after you get a head coach, you need to bring in a quarterback. Young, offensive-minded head coach with a new franchise quarterback is what the Vikings will have to do if they want to compete going forward. Thank you. That's going to wrap up episode 144 of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football-related content. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.